there waffle easters hello you're listening to copyright waffle the podcast that brings you a nice cup of copyright enlightenment with a slice of cake my name's chris morrison and my name's jane secker we're a couple of self-confessed copyright geeks and we run the website copyrightliteracy.org we're on a mission to make learning about copyright fun engaging and empowering and we're your hosts for copyright waffle an archive of amazing chats with copyright experts and interesting people whose lives have been touched by copyright So today's guest on Copyright Waffle is Tanya Todorova. She is a professor at the University of Library Studies and Information Technologies in Sofia, Bulgaria. And Tanya has played a pretty big part in our story, hasn't she? She absolutely has, yes. Because Tanya is the creator of the Copyright Literacy Survey, isn't she? She is indeed. Yeah, yeah. So so we talked to her a bit about that, but that wasn't the reason specifically why we went out to Sofia, was it? No. So we went to Bulgaria because she invited us to present. They had an Erasmus-funded project that was about digital education in crisis situations. Um, and they were inviting us to speak at what they call a multiplier event, where all the project partners come together and they share the findings to date. And we did a keynote talk about open educational resources and copyright literacy didn't we yeah and at the end of that event there were like three times as many researchers and academics as there were at the beginning there were yes that's why they call them multiplier events but we did get to speak to her about the background about why she created the copyright literacy survey Uh, absolutely fascinating insights actually because I don't think either of us knew that part of it. She also talks to us a bit about Bulgarian sweet treats. That's always there, isn't it? Uh, That was good to hear. Uh, And we we got to actually experience some of that stuff because in some ways... This is copyright literacy on tour, so it it's, a, it's a bit of an un- unusual um, episode from that respect. We also, when we do speak to Tanya, it's in quite an echoey, reflective classroom. So just brace yes. yourself for a little bit of, of, of echoey reverb. But uh, I think it's still going to be very interesting, we hope, for you, conversation. Yeah. And and as you say, it's it's kind of the first time we've done a bit of a copyright waffle on tour episode, which is a bit of a different format to some of the others. And we're going to pick up the conversation with us at Luton Airport, actually awaiting the plane to Sofia. Indeed. Over to Chris and Jane in May 2022. Copyright waffle, copyright waffle. All right. Anyway, we are... On our way to Sofia. We are. We're going to Bulgaria, to the home copyright literacy exactly yes yes um, so we don't know it's very early in the morning it's very early well it's half past seven which i don't think is that early in the morning it's very early for me <laughs> i'm feeling uh, incredibly queasy yes there we are but you're looking forward to the flight with me moaning be, all the way to sofia aren't to be you amazing yes so we're going to meet tanya todorova who's going to be our host we are um and we're going to talk at the decris conference yes which is digital education in a time of crisis. In a time of crisis. Um, the role of OERs. The role of open educational resources. Yes. And we're going to flip it. We're going to we see are. how we can flip. Yeah. Flip from. I'm not going to do a back flip. To open. I'm not doing a back flip. How can we reframe it? How can we make it about open educational practices rather than just the resources? It's yep. more than just about stuff. It's about people doing things, isn't it? Snuff. Stuff. Oh, sorry. Stuff. So, um, I think that's probably enough for now. Yeah. Because there's still a little bit of milling about here at the gate. There is. It's nice um, and early in the morning. And, it is uh, indeed. The sun is rising. The sun is rising. The sun was beautiful, wasn't it, this morning? It was indeed. I As we, uh, we saw it rising over 
the spectacle that is Luton Airport. Luton Airport. Right, signing off from Luton. My and childhood. We'll, we'll, we'll pick it up when we get to the uh, to the other side. We will. Lovely. Look See you later. To it. Copyright waffle. Copyright waffle. All right. So thank you so much for hosting us here in Bulgaria, Tanya. It's my pleasure. Oh. We are we working together for many years, meeting yes. online. Yes. But uh, now it's unique chance to welcoming you here in Sofia. Thank oh. you very much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, Tanya, it's just amazing to be here. We said it's a bit like a dream, isn't it? It is. We would regard you as... I think you're the godmother of copyright literacy. I think that's <laughs> just... Or the grandmother. No, no, no. Or, or the grandmother. <laughs> I love grandmother. I'm quite new in that profession. <laughs> the most important. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we're here today in University of Sofia. It is University yes. of Library Studies and okay. Information Technologies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And we're here for the multiplier event for Decris. Yes, Decris project is a project dedicated to digital education in crisis situations, times where there is no alternative. Yes, and it's particularly focusing on open educational resources, isn't it, as well, looking at the role that OERs play in, in digital education. Yes, that's the focus of our research activities. Uh, we explore the uh, how distance education happened in the period of pandemics, yeah. what kind of uh, open educational resources were used uh, from our colleagues in European University. We've done a survey with uh, 56 universities uh, involved. Mm. Uh, and also, uh, now uh, we uh, make a research uh, to see what the opinion, what is the attitude of students okay. and lecturers for all that they passed, mm. for, from all the, the, their experience in these uh, periods of distance education. Mm. Very interesting. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. and also we uh, make a um, literature review on uh, the current literature that published about the role of the open educational resources after the pandemic mm. periods because the attitudes, the, the use of uh, such kind of uh, resources are changed now and we'd like to see how it reflects in scientific literature and to establish the same gaps from literature uh, understandings and writings and uh, the real practice mm. and uh, to prepare some methodology framework mm. about uh, evaluation criteria for open educational resources. This mm. is one of our uh, main goals. And of course we have... Um, Library of Information Science uh, Open Educational Research start from previous project Enforce. Mm. And one of the goal of the Chris project is to enrich and to um, develop uh, that open educational resource with new content, with new uh, topics mm. at the end of that project. No, we're really looking forward to hearing about that, that piece of research. You've just finished it, I think, have you? Um, literature we are, um, or you're just nearly um, finishing it? Now uh, we um, complete our um, uh, survey on uh, literature, yes. relevant literature, relevant sources. Yeah. We have double check review from our other teams in our project. And in um, uh, 
summer, in that summer, mm -hmm. we will uh, evaluate uh, that uh, content and we expect to present uh, the results from a literature review and methodological framework on our next multiplier event in 23-24th uh, of uh, November, uh, the host institution with the University of Zagreb, Croatia. Oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Yes. Yeah. So how many universities were involved in the project? The it's project, um, the coordinator is uh, University of Osijek, uh, Croatia, Faculty of Social and Community um, Sciences. And uh, the partners are um, University of Barcelona, Spain, University in Hildesheim, Germany, um, Zagreb University and uh, University of Library Studies and Information Technologies in Sofia. Ah, <laughs> lovely. So have you actually seen any changes in the use of open educational resources since the pandemic or is it too early in the project to have found out how behaviours have changed? Yes, uh, very interesting results you will hear today mm. because okay. today we will present the result of the survey that we've done. Yeah. Um, invite uh, to fill in the questionnaire the heads of uh, departments or deputy rectors of, uh, that we cover 56 universities Europe, in Europe. Mm -hmm. But also today you will see the first draft of our results, very first draft, after the interviews with professors and interviews with focus group of students in partners universities. So my answer is yes. Yeah. We have cases. something ready. We're looking forward to that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And another question is, did in any of those, uh, in any of that research, did you hear anything about people's understanding of copyright, about copyright literacy? Did that come through? Or was that not really something that the research was looking to find out about? Yes, we, in our questionnaire, in our interviews, we have that moment. Mm -hmm. yeah. When you use open education resource, are you interested how it is open? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> What's the license if it is really open? Yeah, so about Creative Commons yes. licenses. And we and have very yes. interesting answers. Oh. And we will continue and we will continue to evaluate that huge material. Yeah. If I be honest, we have some uh, uh, material that uh, we could not cover for today draft. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, I, I, I must work on one lecture and uh, three students' interviews. Mm -hmm. And when we have the whole basis this summer, uh, we will finalize. Uh, that uh, research and of course we will have a publications and presentation in conferences but uh, I think that this is really actual mm. Mm. and very interesting uh, surveys both mm. of them that mm. with interviews and like that yeah no, we're really looking forward to hearing more about yeah. that yeah. And, and hearing that makes me feel I think that what we're about to say in our presentation is probably the right thing to be I saying. I think it is. I think it is. Can can I take us back in time though? I want okay. to know, Tanya, this for, for the for the record or for the recording. Why did you get interested in doing research in copyright and copyright literacy? Where did it come from? Where did I, you get the idea? I will answer with great pleasure. <laughs> it was really unique uh, moment in my uh, professional career. Mm. 
I was just quite new in my university as professor mm -hmm. in defense of my uh, PhD. Uh, my uh, second year as lecturer. And I received a unique invitation to be recruited in the uh, Library of um, uh, Court of Justice in Luxembourg for three months to help them in cataloging Bulgarian, Russian, and the Cyrillic uh, collections, books. And I had three months in Luxembourg in Library of Court of Justice, collaborate with my colleagues, and enough time to say, now it's a moment to find a topic for my first monography. Ah. What is sexual? What is hot? What is interesting? And in that moment, it was European Union uh, open discussion about the future of Europeana. Yeah. And oh. Google Books Project yes. uh, and Authors Guild yes. Uh, yes. Uh, in the court issue. Yes. And I start to follow all that all that uh, problems, yeah. all that issues. And now it does appear if law statement uh, conception about uh, the copyright problems with Google Books project, the Blida and uh, other, uh, you know, uh, organizations. And I start to collect material here, I said, on myself, that's the topic. Mm. Libraries and information field could not continue to have their role, their mission in society, if not considered as very important issue, copyright. Mm -hmm. And I start to write my first monography, the case in Bulgarian library policy. In first chapter, I present Google Books project, how it start, how they achieve first um, mm. positive reactions, how start their problems about copyright, and that's right, that's right. In my second chapter, I uh, uh, wrote about uh, Europeana, the, the, yes. pro the project before Europeana, Europeana starting, and, you know, all the story, uh, and uh, how library community answered to all these new issues. Yeah. And all the divisions that appear. And in my third chapters, I focus on Bulgarian situation. Mm. I go for a need of national strategy for digitization. Mm. I go for a copyright and intellectual property to be part of, obligatory part of uh, uh, education of uh, uh, specialists for library information mm. and cultural and archival sector mm. and how it is important. And of course, I have a small part uh, about uh, uh, people with disabilities and mm. uh, the, the, base, the basic role of uh, uh, information, education for all, and uh, these copyright exceptions, and that's right. So that's my story. In two, 2010, it's published my monography. I yes. apply for associate professor, and I continue to work on that direction, writing scientific project that I defense successfully for financial support from uh, Ministry of Science and Education in Bulgaria, mm. copyright literacy in library and cultural institutions, I start and prepare the survey about copyright literacy in library and to the cultural institutions. 
Syrup and Jumana Pustini joined the project, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, also from Croatia, Alexandra Horvat, mm -hmm. and the first stage of international copyright literacy survey were done. And after that, we invite all of you, meet <laughs> all of you in Dubrovnik. I in never forget Jane. Jane said, it is interesting, it is interesting, and we start to establish our uh, collaboration. So I, I that's the story. I had also an amazing moment in Dubrovnik when I sat in that room and you presented <laughs> yeah. and I thought, this, this is, the, all the things in my life have been leading up to this moment where the way you talked about, you know, that, that it was part of information literacy and that librarians needed to understand copyright, I just sat and thought, Yes. yes, I want to be part of this survey. <laughs> yes, and uh, thank you very much for your great idea to host International Copyright Literacy Group to have a sub-page sub mm. in UK Copyright mm. right Literacy website. Mm. It's honor for us and I promise that I will send you updated uh, information. Oh, lovely, okay. yeah. I, I collected it. There is a, there's a lot on that page as yes. well, isn't there? There's but, a lot but, of but I have collected more, more for more. new information and I promise in June to the end of June to send you well, to refresh that, that information would, for our colleagues. That would be fantastic. Yeah. We actually did do a literature search, didn't we, as part of a chapter that we were writing mm -hmm. for a open access book mm -hmm. with IFLA on the phrase copyright mm -hmm. literacy. So we, we look to see how many publications there are and it's growing all mm -hmm. the time. So you've started a, a movement, you've started... And they have a lot of uh, many publications that I'll send you to make visible. Yes. And as I mentioned, before two weeks, there was an interest from Philippines. That's amazing. To, to do yeah. the survey. That's and amazing. I sent them the information and good luck to do that. In, when we do our podcast, we ask people about, at the end what their favourite cake is. And we have heard, and we've tried some Bulgarian food already, but is there a, a special cake that you is your favourite, that you would recommend that we should try when we're here in Sofia? What's the, what's, what is, what is, if you've got to eat something sweet? What is it like? sweet? Something mm. special sweet, Bulgarian. You could try a yogurt from, uh, 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 an ice cream from Bulgarian yogurt. Oh, really? Because it's it's a time for you, for ice cream. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And tomorrow is going to be very warm, I hear. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That would be. Yeah. We'll have to check it out. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. Well, we're looking forward to presenting today. We're looking forward to the dinner tonight. Yes. Tomorrow. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I think in, uh, in the dinner that evening will be very interesting sweet. Oh. Okay. 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 Traditional. Yes. Traditional. Traditional. Not, uh, not uh, usual. Okay. Dessert that you all make. And do you have you have like pastries similar to in Turkey uh, as well? As... But it's not. But different. No, no, no. Different. I no, know. I realize. You think about that sweet all day. <laughs> Thank you Thank so you. much again for having Thank us. We're so honoured to be here we and are. for me to have met you in person for the first time. Oh, which I couldn't believe. Yeah, the pleasure is mine. Yes. Thank you very much. I told you it was my dream in my professional life. Someday we'll be together to do the event together. Thank you very much. Oh, you support me you. in the event 
before many years, if you remember, we yeah, did you. Yeah. I showed that video to my students to 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 nowadays. Yeah. Oh wow. wow. Every time. Yes, we made that video, time. didn't we? Yes. yes. Keep it. I use it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but you. now we are together. Yes. Really welcome, dear friends. Lovely. No, thank you, Tanya. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Ah, so there we have it. Um, the end of our podcast, our time in Bulgaria. Um, we were we were kind of, when we came back on the plane, we were doing a bit of reflecting, weren't we, on what it was like to be in Sofia. The audio was terrible. Yes, part of our copyright literacy on tour, it turns out that if you try to record things either in a high wind or on a noisy aeroplane with jet engines going along. It's not that great for the listener. No, no, it was a, it was a bit of a lesson learned, really, wasn't it, for us? Yeah, yeah, who would have thought? But there is some really interesting stuff where we were talking about the Decris conference and our experience of going there. It was really interesting to speak to people about the role that open educational resources were playing during the pandemic with all the shift to digital education. We got to meet a really great bunch of people from the Library and Information Science um, field, mainly lecturers who were in different European universities. We um, we really expanded our network quite considerably, didn't we, while we were there. What were some of the highlights for you, though, Chris? One of the highlights, I think, was definitely hearing from Jenna Hartel from the University of Toronto. Uh, she wasn't actually there at the event, but was remoting in. What she'd done was sharing her really engaging videos that she's been uploading to YouTube, all about library and information science. She spent quite a lot of time on her sabbatical rather than doing a abstract or purely academic research project to actually create some things that would be of use to library and information science students. So she's got 45 videos that really drill down into, in some cases, quite a lot of depth about some key threshold concepts in the field. And that's certainly something that appealed to us, taking things that are sometimes seen as a bit dry and, and a bit academic and actually making mm. them practical and engaging. So that's something, you know, her work was really quite inspiring. We were pleased to see that. Yeah, it was making uh, some of that kind of academic content really accessible and we're quite keen on that as an idea aren't we 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 have got a youtube channel we haven't got a lot on it yet but we're hoping to add more videos and jenna yeah really inspired us i guess the other thing for me i was i was thinking a bit about the fact it was like 20 years since the UNESCO declaration about open educational resources. 10 years ago, there was a JISC programme in the UK on open educational resources. I was actually involved in one of the projects, but it still feels to me like open educational resources, you know, they haven't really entered the mainstream, you know, there's, there seems to be some really interesting barriers about why people don't want to release their teaching materials. If you think about the open access movement it's kind of really started to gain a lot of momentum but when it's material that people use for teaching I think some of it is that a lot of people just want to create their own content I don't know what do you think Chris? Well I think there are lots of different reasons why people don't engage with open education and open educational practices some of it you know, from our perspective we think about the copyright and the licensing elements but there are lots of other aspects which may mm. form barriers and so there's a there's a kind of bigger cultural thing around the teaching and i think when we talk about open access publishing often we're talking process and a procedure to enable things to be made available whereas teaching and supporting all of the different things that happen around it, it it's a it's a slightly different kind of set of activities but also, it may just be that it's waiting for its moment. It's waiting for the time for it to happen. 
So is, is this a time for a paradigm shift where people are heading towards a sharing, teaching resources and practices in a more open way? Yeah, yeah, I think it's interesting, definitely. I, I think it, it maybe is about, you know, sometimes with projects, it needs to be the right people at the right time with the right message. And I, I think the fact I worked on a project quite a number of years ago on OERs and it kind of didn't lead to anything doesn't mean it's not a bad idea. And actually what I came away thinking thinking was that if we could get the LIS educators to create more and use more open educational resources, it's sort of like leading by example. So it's a bit like um, library journals go into open as well. You know, you can't really advocate for open access if and then publish in a closed access journal. Similarly, if you're going to advocate for open education, then you need to you need to do that, share your teaching materials. But I mean, Chris, tell us a bit about your time, you know, summing up, what would you say about the time we spent in Bulgaria it's been a while now but you know what's what sticks in your mind it's been a while yeah it was as you said well it was fascinating to meet all of those people in some ways I feel a little bit guilty the fact is the whole thing was done in English everyone was speaking English that was the the language of the conference I couldn't speak to people in Greek or Croatian or Bulgarian uh, but it was you, you know it's so great to have those links with our European colleagues. Um, it's such a shame that there are various other things that have happened that seem to be pulling us further away from them. Not to go on about politics too much, mm. but I, I felt that it really was, you know, we are part of that community um, and there you know, some really great work going on and it was uh, an honour to have been asked to go and we really had hoped that we continue to stay in contact with Tanya, with all the people that are part of Decris and Bobcats and the other organisations and events that, that they run, which we will put all the links to in the podcast show notes. Yeah, and actually, the uh, I think the final report of the Decris project is going to be in November of 2022. <clears throat> and so we'll put a link into the project website. They'll no doubt be sharing their final report. And I think it'll be really interesting to see what they conclude at the end of the project when they finish the evaluation as well. We were heading off to the Archaeological Museum, I think, when we finished recording our podcast in Sofia. Anything, anything you wanted to share about that? You enjoyed yourself? You loved a museum don't you particularly when I give you a bit of a history lesson in the, in the you know while we wander around it was great yes I now know everything I need to know about the schism of the orthodox and catholic churches in Europe yes so I think overall what we want to say is really grateful weren't we to Tanya to getting us out there to Sofia both for both of us it was the first time we've been to Bulgaria we had some fantastic food we met some lovely people and yeah it's it, great to catch up with Tanya yeah so thanks again and we'll see you next time Because it's coming